Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. This is Katie Wagner, a sophomore at Fort Hayes State and a member of your Lady Tiger basketball team. As a student who has received scholarship support, please know how blessed I feel to have the financial burden lifted while pursuing a degree in accounting and getting to play the sport that I love. Your support is changing the lives of students like myself. For those who have not made a gift to Fort Hayes State University this year, please support the fort by visiting foundation.fhsu.edu today. Go Tigers! Welcome to our latest installment of the Defend the Fort podcast. Gerard Welbrock joined by Justin Wickard. He's the new head baseball coach at Fort Hayes State. He's been on the job about a month, making his transition to Hayes. And uh, Coach, good to have you aboard. Uh, I'm sure this has been kind of a, a crazy summer. Anytime you, you take a new position, move to a new city, you got to move the family, do all of those things. Plus, get started as a head coach of Fort Hayes State. How's it gone since you've been hired? It's gone really good. You know, it's been busy. Uh, a lot of time here and trying to get back to see the family on a couple of days off that we got. So a lot of recruiting going on and uh, just trying to prepare for the upcoming year. You know, when we do these, uh, a lot of times it's with former student athletes. And I always like to ask them, how did you get to Fort Hayes State? What what uh, was the intrigue and the whole process? So uh, you being a, a head coach, kind of the, kind of along the same lines, what appealed to you? What made this job something that you thought you'd like to pursue? So it's kind of a crazy situation. I've grown up around in the Midwest, uh, familiar with the risk, or rich history of the program. And um, me and my assistant coach, we made a lot of bus rides down Highway 70 in our conference. And every time we drove by Hayes, we looked over and said, hey, you know, that'd be a great place that has a rich, or a rich history. If that ever opened up, we'd be interested. So um, it came open and things worked out. And so we're here. Yeah, talk about your history. I know you grew up in Stillwater. You played junior college ball in Kansas, went to William Jewell, had a little stint as a professional player before you got into the coaching. Just talk about your background a little bit. Growing up in Stillwater, Oklahoma, what was that like, and where did you kind of get that coaching bug? So dad was actually a football coach at Stillwater High School, and uh, my dad's father actually was a baseball guy, so I didn't know which way I was going to go out of high school. Um, Grandpa signed with the Brooklyn Dodgers back in the day, and Dad was an All-American in uh, college football. But uh, kind of went through the process and decided that I thought my best future would be in baseball. Um, got out there and was fortunate to go play at Cali under the Burroughs brothers. And uh, I think getting to be part of a program with the history and the tradition of that, uh, of that caliber Kind of gave me the itch to want to continue in baseball, so moved on from there and went to William Jewell and played, and uh, I got drafted out of Cali, played at Jewell, uh, got opportunity to play with the T-Bones and a few other uh, independent baseball organizations after my uh, college career, and uh, wanted to just kind of stay in baseball and continue it, so went into the coaching world. Um, you mentioned being drafted out of, out of junior college. Uh, draft was different then than it is now. Did you consider signing? Was that was that tempting, or did you pretty much know you wanted to go on to a four-year school? I think it was a little bit both ways. Um, back then, you know, there was a lot more rounds in the draft. You didn't want to go in and go out whenever you could continue as a college athlete and, uh, you know, ultimately get your degree. But uh, definitely was a hard decision. Um, you look back at it sometimes and you say, maybe I should have signed, maybe I shouldn't have signed. But uh, – I mean, I'm pretty happy. It, it put me where I am right now. So. And you got a taste of professional ball playing independent and the T-Bones and a great organization they had. Uh, that had to be fun and uh, a pretty neat experience. It was. Um, I got to play under a lot of good managers. Uh, Dirty Al Gallagher, you know, um, Phil Plantier, 
um, Cecil Fielder. So I got a lot of experience from guys that had a lot of experience. So I learned a lot of baseball from them and ultimately, you know, kind of shaped me of where I am now. I was going to ask you about your coaching style, your coaching philosophy, and you've been around the game long enough and played at different, enough different levels. I'm sure it's a, it's a collection of everybody you've played under uh, kind of honing you and, and, and getting your, your style of baseball. Yeah, for sure. Um, very fortunate to have played under some extremely great coaches. Um, you know, Coach Stockton, again, both Burroughs brothers, learned a lot of different uh, different ways to look at the game and different, you know, ways to go out there and try to build a team. So I think that kind of – all those experiences added up together kind of formed where we are and kind of our philosophies of how we go about doing things. And I guess for this particular job here, you were an assistant at Pitt State, you were at Arkansas Fort Smith, you're a head coach at a junior college in Colorado. So you've kind of experienced all the different levels of uh, collegiate baseball, which I'm sure you feel has you uh, ready to go and uh, and uh, fired up for this position. Yeah, I think uh, the experience at different levels definitely gives you – a wider view of kind of how to go about a program and how to work with different age of kids and, and what you want to try to accomplish with them. So um, I think it's a blessing to be able to have coached at multiple levels in different different schools. And again, under um, different head coaches with different philosophies and kind of form what our philosophy as a team is. So and since four day states made the jump to division two obviously a long time ago now, uh, you can see that the division has changed. It's become more of a four year kids out of high school but baseball is maybe the exception just because of the nature of the sport it's kind of an interesting blend junior college is still very heavy in it obviously you get transfers in but also you have the four-year guys um other sports you see more of a transition to high school seniors you build them up red shirt in for five years and, and different things but baseball is kind of by the nature of the game a little bit different beast in that regard because you kind of need the blend of them all yeah it's just finding the right balance um Obviously, coming in and trying to trying to reshape a program a little bit, we're looking for some guys with experience. But at the same time, you're looking for the high school kid that's going to be able to come in for four years because he's going to be under your philosophy and your program for four years. So, um, you know, for the balance for us right now is quite a few junior college guys and pick up the right high school guys that can come in and develop and help us, you know, hopefully this year, if not for sure in the future, and kind of balance that out so we can be competitive. So. You talk about your philosophy. Share a little bit. What is your philosophy? How do you want to build the foundation of this Fort Hayes State program? So philosophy on a program as a whole definitely comes down to culture. Uh, what do we represent on and off the field? How do we go about our business on and off the field? Um, philosophy, as far as defense and offense, that's a little bit different. We'll run a dynamic um, offense. We'll we'll get out and we'll utilize. We're not just going to swing away. We'll have a plan behind it. We'll move runners at times. And, um, you know, we're just going to try to put pressure on guys. And when the bats get hot, we'll stay out of the way and let them roll. You mentioned building a culture, and I would imagine that's that, that might be the hardest part because you got to get complete buy-in for the entire team. You've been around this game long enough and, and have seen the program now and kind of know what you're getting into. What's it going to take to, to turn that culture? Is that something you can do quickly, or does that take a little bit of time? It it takes time, but uh, fortunate enough to talk to some of the guys that had uh, leadership abilities from last year's team, and again, making sure that we recruit guys coming in that are going to fall within those uh, – same parameters of what we're looking for there. So um, had a lot of good conversations with them, and um, it seems like guys are eager to get out there and want to want to become part of something bigger than themselves. So we're going to try to build on that. And, you know, we want to become a family as a team, and we want to try to get that done this year. So, 
I imagine it becomes a challenge every time you step into a new position, when, like when you do, is evaluating what you have and then figuring out what you're going to need. And I'm sure that's a process that will continue here for a while until you can see everybody and you get them on campus and, and start your, your workouts and everything. But that, that final line and then who's coming back and all those fa- uh, factors that go into it. Yeah, you're doing as much homework as you can on some of the guys that played here last year, um, kind of seeing what their strengths and weaknesses are and trying to add to it, you know. Um, again, it goes down to recruiting exceptional kids, a high character, um, kids that absolutely want to compete relentlessly and uh, trying to just, comp- uh, I guess, complete the depth of the team overall. Um, get in there and shape them up and let them compete and see see uh, who wins the positions and, and ultimately, you know, build the best team that we can, so – as you look at this, uh, obviously you wouldn't have taken the job if you didn't feel you could, could turn it around. Uh, do you think this can be a quick fix? Because baseball, I guess, is in a sense, I mean, you get a couple of really good arms and all of a sudden you become pretty good or a couple of big bats. Uh, baseball seems like one of those programs you can change the trajectory quicker than maybe some other sports. Yeah, again, on the culture side, you get a couple of the right guys in that can play, or play at a high caliber and um, – you can you can you can turn a program around a lot in one year you know so um speaking with curtis and the awesome administration here and again i've been fortunate Mm -hmm. to meet a lot of alumni out on the road so they're excited i know we got the support um we got the facilities we got a great institution to bring kids into so i think we got a chance to get this done in one year i was going to ask you about that because you look at four day state obviously it's been a little rough here the last several years but a, tr- a proud tradition back, you know, back in the 70s, 60s even, when the program was starting. And then you look at what Bob Fernelli did, even Curtis Hamicky kind of turning it around. Then Bob took it to a new level in NCAA tournaments and, and even coaches past then. There is a rich tradition and a lot of great players who have come through this program. How much do you, you tap on that? And, and what can some of those former players do to help turn this thing around? They're they're obviously experienced with what the program was doing with when it was successful. So you know we've had a chance to sit down and talk to several guys in depth about it. And again, there's several alumni um, that are out coaching the junior colleges. So uh, right here in the uh, backyard of our uh, of our school. So we're getting out talking to them and you know just kind of seeing what they were doing back when they were good and kind of seeing how we can blend that in with our philosophies and and see if we can't build on the best of both worlds. So. Talk a little bit about, I mean, you get to play at Larks Park. It's an old ballpark, yet it's got a ton of, of history. And uh, you look around this conference and some of the great facilities. Um, how do you sell that tradition and, and, and all those things? Because we see it in football. We've seen it in basketball throughout, especially the MIAA. It's such an arms race. It seems like year in and year out, everybody's making improvements. Uh, you, you've got a kind of a gem of a ballpark, but maybe to a younger kid, it's not as bright and flashy as some other places. Is that something you can still use as an advantage? For sure. You know, it's a historical ballpark. It was built a long time ago as a memorial. Um, it's had a lot of good programs <laughs> go through it. You know, the the summer team here is a, is a great program, brings a lot of baseball players in here, gets them familiar with it. But uh been speaking a lot. I know we got some uh, some big improvements coming on the park and new fans getting the turf redone again um, within, I think, the next year. So the facilities continue to improve. But right now where it is, I mean, it's a great facility. It's awesome. So we'll use it. Tell us about uh, your family a little bit. Uh, I, I know they're in the process of, of moving moving to Hayes, but tell us about the family a little bit. <laughs> it's chaos right now. My, my wife has three kids at home. we got two boys and a daughter. And uh, 
she's trying to pack and get ready to come over here. We're coming in the beginning of July, so um, uh, she's she's obviously doing a great job uh, taking care of them and in a high stress environment for for her. You know, I get to go out and do what I <laughs> love to do every day, and she's she's dealing with the stress of trying to pack. But uh, no, we're looking forward to getting over. So, how old are the kids? We got a, a two-year-old boy, and we got a boy that's turning uh, five on Friday, and then my daughter is seven. So you have your hands full, in other words, is what you're telling us all. Yeah, I mean, it's full, but uh, the awesome thing about the family is is uh, the wife was in athletics a long time. Our, our players are an extension of our family, so um, my kids get to grow up with a lot of older brothers, and, uh, and it's a great situation. You kind of mentioned your grandfather's history playing the game, your dad, and, and just – you uh, on that side, just your immediate family. What are some? Who are some of the coaches uh, that inspired you to to get into coaching? And maybe you've kind of modeled your philosophy around. Who are some of your inspirations growing up in the game that you kind of lend and blend into what you are now as a coach? Obviously, Dad. You know, I woke up and Dad was breaking down film till three o'clock in the morning, and then going. Going and grading some papers, going to bed, a couple hours of sleep later, getting back up and going to teach, and then uh, turn around doing it the next day. So I think the passion started mm-hmm. there, and then getting under getting under the successful coaches that I played under at the college level. I mean, the Burroughs brothers did an awesome job at Cali. They've built a dynasty there. Um, you know, they kind of teach you how to become men and, and get you out there and, and and put you on the right path to find out who who you are and um, and and build you an successful human. And then Coach Stockton is. Uh, is an unbelievable coach and really detail-oriented on teaching all aspects of the game. And I think just the blend of that is kind of what put me where I am. So, Well, it should be exciting to, to watch the transformation of this program and, and, and uh, hopefully do some great things really quickly. You're in the MIAA. Obviously, that's a beast. You were at Pittsburgh State, so you know all about that. Uh, this is a, a beast of the conference, and you look at who's there, but yet – Four-day state has shown in the past they can compete and they can compete for conference championships, not only in baseball but other sports. But uh, obviously a, a big challenge, but I'm sure an exciting one as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely a great conference. You know, one of the one of the best ones out there in the country. So, you know, we got to do our part as coaches to go out there and prepare every day and recruit the best players we can and uh, build the tradition and the culture that we want. And you know. Uh, fight to keep on moving forward and don't look back so that's that's the plan is uh let's let the past be the past and uh and go out there and build and try to bring it back to a legacy you know and a program that all these alumni can can get out there and and support and be excited about again because that that's what it's about so um that's what we're going to try to do all right sounds good well we'll let you go we appreciate you taking a little bit of time to visit with us and get to know you a little bit better excited to i know you'll get started here in the fall and do all of that but i know so a lot of folks will be excited for the spring to roll around hopefully the weather a little bit nicer than we had this past spring but uh, to see the, the the tiger baseball program under your direction here when the spring rolls around i appreciate your time and uh excited to get this thing moving so there you go, Justin Wickard. He's a new head baseball coach at Fort Hayes State University and our latest guest on our latest installment of the Defend the Fort podcast.